Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that also. Freaky fucks, it's your boy CEO Hayes in the building. The Red Bearded Assassin is back with the main event herself. What's going on, Mrs. Jones? I am here. I am good. I am good. I have a fire in my belly because I'm vexed about so many things. It's not even funny right now, but I'm really happy that, you know, this is our first episode of 2019. Yeah, yeah. We made it safely into the year and I'm happy about that. But why we have some things to discuss that we're dragging from 2018 into the new year? Out <laughs> of mercy! Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh, are you? Are I, you happy? I am. How was, How was my what? Your holidays. How was your Christmas and stuff? Oh, it was great. It was it was great. You know, laid back with family. You know, and loved ones. Yay! And yeah, of course, and loved ones. Uh, how was yours? Um, it was just full of gluttony. Like I cooked enough food for probably about 20 people and there was maybe about five or six of us (laughs) and yeah it was just one of those things where um I don't know like uh, Christmas I'm not a a big celebrator Christmas but for me it's just an opportunity to cook like a bunch of food and for everybody to relax and come together and eat um I have a friend here that doesn't have family here so I made sure I dropped off some food to him and made sure that he was good and a couple of other people um that I know that you know don't really have anybody here just kind of passed through and grabbed something to eat and kind of made their their rounds and stuff like that so it was it was overall it was um it was good it was just nice and chill and like I said full of gluttony so I'm always happy what's what's the the badass signature dish um oh my pepper shrimp whoo child (laughs) if listen to me if there's any man out there where you're courting me and we get to a point where i make pepper shrimp for you provided you like seafood and provided you can manage spice yeah you're gonna want to wife me the next day just uh, don't do it because you're gonna be setting yourself up because i'm not at that place yet but just just understand that if you ever have my pepper shrimp pure problems yeah you're not gonna leave me alone that's the food that ties you so they have a thing in in jamaica where they say like if somebody gives you something that's really good it ties you which means it like um it binds you to them kind of like um you know what obia is Mm-mm. okay so it's like that it's like they put like a spell they cast a spell on you that binds you to the person and I'm, I'm not able for no man to be coming to my house and stalking me every day i have enough of that shit happening online with all that bullshit that's going on yeah i can't manage anything additional but if you happen to fall in love with me and i make some pe- except for you i'll make pepper shrimp for you because i know you're not going to fall in love with me because you're already in love with me but that's just a whole other thing that's <laughs> a different thing. but yeah if i ever make pepper shrimp for a man it's over what about you you've got a couple of signature dishes i'm sure I have, like, I always, I tell everyone, like, you have to earn my cooking because you will fall. It doesn't matter what I make. My shrimp and grits are fucking amazing. Um, Any soul food that I make is just to die for. But I have this uh, roasted pepper um, Cajun, like, pasta thing that I make that people just seem to love that I I legit just cooked up one day with just me experimenting in the kitchen and everybody loves it. So, like, oh, my barbecue. My bar... Listen, I've won awards for my ribs. You don't, if you're a barbecue fan, you don't want none of this. <laughs> Them food would tie you and bind you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
fucking you and shit. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, it's funny. Funny before we get into the topic. So I heard this. Uh, this I'm completely still in this term now. So you let me know if you've ever heard this before. So I was talking to a friend or whatnot, and and she has a friend that uh apparently like likes to to all the quality man she likes to like swoop in on first and she called her a dick hoarder and look i lost my shit when i heard that like you called this woman a dick hoarder i'm completely still like so now any woman who just like have to collect a bunch of penises you're a dick hoarder yeah i've I've actually heard that term before (laughs) that is hilarious I, i i lost my shit i completely lost my shit when i heard it that was the funniest thing i had ever heard I was actually friends with a woman that was like that. And it was like, it was to the point where I remember, and again, this was when I was a much younger woman and we were at a club um, in the city of Toronto and there were like a bunch of basketball players there. And I was at the bar talking to one of this guy was like six eleven, some ridiculous, some ridiculous kind of height to my, my tall five foot six. Cause I know you want to try to throw me under the bus on top while people shot hunting, but I'm not shot. And 14. she came over and legit stood right between us. And put her hands on his chest and feigned like she was drunk, took his cup out of his hand, had a sip of his cup, and was just like there in the man's face. So he kind of leaned to one side and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him. Honestly, CJ, I just walked away because I was like, okay, maybe she's drunk. It's whatever. But every good looking man that was in the club, she was doing the same thing too. Like with, with a group of us that were there, the girls, because it's like she was trying to collect penises and put them in her bag for later. Bitch. Ta. Woo. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's deep. Um, stop hoarding people, you fucking freaks. Um, <laughs> but let's get into the topics today, man. We got we got, we have a nice lineup today. I I just I can't wait for this. Uh, the first question is, what advice would you give a young adult who is getting into a serious committed relationship for the first time? Uh, um, to pace yourself. And definitely take things slow. Uh, I know with young love, it's kind of like with, when I say young love, I mean young love like age-wise, but then young love when it's new. Um, There's always, like, you're always in this euphoric bubble, honeymoon, like everything is wonderful type of phase. You know, everybody blows hearts and kisses out of their asses and all that kind of stuff. Um, For young people, because they tend to get hurt more, not necessarily more deeply than adults, but you know, because we've had a little bit more life experience. Um, for young people, it, it always seems to be that devastating type of love when it when it hurts them. So I like with my young people, I caution them to, you know, pace yourself and, and take your time, you know, make your intentions clear, make your expectations clear. Um, you know, you don't have to put up with abusive um, tendencies because you love the person. It's okay to let them know when something doesn't feel good to you. Um, but to also at the same time, love very openly and love very freely and don't be afraid of what could happen, you know, um, revel in the moments that are happening instead of trying to think too far ahead, like, Oh, what if they do this? Or, Oh, what if they, you know, don't get caught up in that because then you miss the really beautiful moments that are happening right now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the, the key the key thing in what you said that I pulled out is and that I agree with is make your expectations known. Don't be afraid to have expectations. I feel like so many people are afraid to make their expectations or desires clear because they don't want to scare anyone away. Not realizing that if your expectations scare someone away, just take it as they weren't meant for you. Um, also, realize to yourself what you will and won't put up with and communicate communication. It's something we're going to always talk about almost in any advice we give here on Love, Lesson, Badass. So 
And it's it's that you have to first take some time out to think about what you need. And it should evolve. Like no no one's saying think about it and you're just tied to that for forever. Because as you grow, as your relationship deepens, what you need, what you want, what you may expect may change and evolve. And that's fine. But at least initially, especially for the first time, really take some time to think about what it is you want and make those expectations clear. Absolutely. And ask too. ask what the other person wants from you. Don't be afraid to say, hey. I want to know as your girlfriend, as your boyfriend, what is it that you absolutely need from me? So that way, you know, as well and help help talk through that. Um, love hard once you do. Like, don't be afraid. I think you, you can't go in kind of being fearful of love. If you fall in love, of course, we're just talking about the first time getting into uh, a serious relationship. Know the difference between lust and love, please. That's that's yes. tantamount. Please yes. realize the difference between lust and love because I can't tell you how many people think that they're in love and they really just enjoy the penis or they really just enjoy the pussy. Yes. Figure out the difference. Um, but once you do, and if you feel and you truly are falling in love, embrace it because it's worth it. Yes. Um, sorry, just to piggyback on the 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 love and lust uh, piece, interestingly enough, our title, but um, do things outside of the bed, do things outside of the bedroom. I know that, I mean, even as adults, when we fall in love and you're, you know, you're deeply sexually attracted to the person, you can't get enough of being in inside the person's body and kissing and touching and hugging and all that kind of stuff. Like all that kind of stuff is, it's great. And the physical, the physical love is fantastic as well, but spend time outside of the bed or the bedroom, spend time outside of um, the deeply physical intimacy to learn one another and, and learn the person's mind, learn the person's heart, learn their likes and their, and their dislikes, spend time outside of the bedroom so you can actually form a meaningful bond with the person. That's not just solely based on sex. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So dope advice as always, you know, we, we, I'm really, pro- I've gone back and listened to a few, <laughs> a few episodes of us and you know, like sometimes you, you may like, give advice and you go back and think of you like oh maybe i should have said that i almost never feel we give some fucking amazing advice here you know i say it all the time like when between the two of us you know without giving our ages away and well especially mine we've got over 70 years of life experience over 20 years collectively of uh marriage and relationship experience you know what i mean so we we've got a lot of we got a lot of shit to teach people we really do i'm proud of us for that yeah. grab a dick <laughs> Nobody shut up. Love. You know what? He didn't say grab a pussy, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> grab her by the pussy. Oh, um, please! <laughs> really? Is it that well, what's going on right now? That's funny. I right. I still think that's funny. So, um, not the fact that he actually said it and like was serious, but just that as a phrase is hilarious to me. Grab her by the pussy. Wow. Yeah. 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 We can't even get into all that. That just I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, um, moving on. Um, so question that was submitted. Do either of you find it strange when a person can't go a month without being in a new relationship? Um, sorry, this was submitted by one of our listeners. One of my best friends seems to be in a new relationship every few months, posting a new boo and falling in love. CJ. Oh my God. This is the shit where I have to rub my temples, like legitimately, <laughs> because it's like, I f- no, because in some senses I feel sad for the person because I feel like when people do that, they are really trying to fill a gap that they have that is truly never going to be filled no matter who comes in. Like when you see someone who has people coming in and out and every single time they're, they act like they're, it's the, the greatest love of their life. They're really trying to feel something in them that until they heal, it's no other person is ever going to solve that for them. And so some, and some people never learn that they will go through life 
relationship to relationship to relationship and even when they finally get with someone that they're with long term still feel that big ass gap because they've never truly taken the time to think about what's really going to feel that and ends up hurting them and the other person so i feel like that it's toxic that's toxic behavior you hurt yourself you hurt other people and it's just it's not good it's really not good what do you think aj um actually people who cannot spend time by themselves actually concern me um on a really deep level like it's it's disturbing to me people who can't or people who can't and don't know how to enjoy their own company um and definitely people who roll from relationship relation to relationship you know like you said trying to fill some type of void those people especially I, they need counseling you know i know you and i talked so more so towards the end of the year about you know um people shaking their fear of, of counseling and the stigma of counseling but i really feel like people who roll from relationship to relationship without um, they don't understand themselves and they're not understanding their pattern of behavior and, and, and why they need to do that. I almost feel like if they had a better understanding of self and a better understanding of, of that, that need and that desire, maybe it's triggered by something, maybe it's, it's due to something that's happened in their past. But I feel like if they were able to, um, have assistance in drilling down to why they have that, that need, um, to be in a relationship where they just can't be by themselves, it might be, it might better equip them in being able to deal with being alone and, and, and not having that fear. People don't understand there's a difference between loneliness and being alone. And some people are just afraid of being alone. Um, and then there are people who are legit afraid of, of loneliness and they feel like they're empty inside and that they don't, they don't mean anything and that their life is worthless if they're not connected to another person. That, like you said, is some really toxic and unhealthy behavior. Um, yeah, it just it just concerns me, you know, people that I uh, people that I personally know who jump from relationship to relationship like every month they're with a different man and like Regin, weren't you just with like Tom last week? Oh, well, you know, things didn't work out with him, but then I met Rick and Rick is so wonderful and Rick loves me and you know, a couple of weeks later it's it's it's, you know, Harrison and and Harrison really loves her and whatever. But um yeah, people like that can concern me. And and I I do find the behavior odd. I mean, to some degree or other I understand it, but yeah, I feel like a lot of those individuals need to get counseling. See, this is why I don't like people. This is this is one of the reasons <laughs> I, I don't like people. Uh, no, but seriously, it, it is definitely concerning. Um, and I don't really have anyone in like my close circle that's like that now. I did at one point. I won't mention any names. Um, but and even then, like they they would even, but they were self aware to know like, oh, they're the flavor of the week. But they make me feel good. Like, I'm, and I'm just looking. I'm like, you're saying that, but it, it's like chasing a high. Like that's that's what it is. It's like trying a new drug every week, and because it's a new high, you just think it's the high. And it's like, look, just you need some healing. So yeah, you know what? I think that, that actually segues kind of segues into the next question because I'm I'm thinking that you know for those type of people, they also have a tendency to want to um, go back to an ex or try to work things out with an ex. So segue into our next question, CJ. How do you deal with clingy exes or exes that pop back up as soon as they see that you've moved on? I smack their asses back down as quick as they popped up. Oh, well, damn. Well, damn. Dead serious. Uh, Like, if you're an ex and you pop back, like, the hey, big head, the hey, I was thinking about you, text, all that shit, I may not even respond. You're getting blocked either way. Even if I do respond, I'm like, I'm doing good. Thanks for acting. It's an immediate block after that. Like, we we, we got nothing to talk about. What we got to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. People like that, they are the epitome of toxicity. Um, 
Yeah, those people, they don't mean you no good. They seek to divide and conquer. They're trying to get in between your relationship. You know, if you guys broke up and haven't had any type of relationship, it's one thing if you broke up and you guys maintained a friendship and that's all that it's ever been. But the second they try to infiltrate your new relationship, they got to move the fuck on. Nobody's here for that shit. Like, we're not there for that. None at all. Those people, those kind of people, they have no good intention towards you. Best believe me, none whatsoever. Better you just block them and move on. You don't need that kind of bad energy in your life and you don't need those kind of friends. Those are not good friends. Those are not good people. Exactly. And I want to make sure that we're saying that we're not saying at all you can't be friends with an ex. We're only talking about the ones that only pop up when they see you happy. Like AJ said, if you've been able to separate from an ex and you guys have established a friendship and it's strictly a friendship, that's great. That I think more mature people should be able to do that. We're talking about those dumb motherfuckers who just literally pop up the moment that they hear, see, or whatever about something you with any other new person. Those are the motherfuckers that need to keep it moving. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <sighs> that next, AJ. I'm sorry. I just had to. It's all right. I felt that breath out. I felt that release. <laughs> yeah, I just oh man. Oh god. If people only if people only knew the shit that I that that has been happening that even has you frustrated, man. Yes. It's just people are messy. Like you know, I mean, I tweeted out that, you know, we're not doing this shit in, in, in 2019, you know, messy bitches, messy fuck boys, messy fuck girls, messy niggas. Keep to yourself and leave people's man, leave people's woman alone. You know what I mean? Go fucking kick rocks if you don't have nothing to do. Go skip through the tulips, swing from a tree, do whatever the fuck it is that you need to do. Stop messing around with people's relationships and stop trying to infiltrate. Like th- that shit upsets me to no end. Don't send pictures to me. Don't send, hey, I was thinking. I don't give a fuck if you were thinking about me. If you're thinking about me, keep that keep that thought to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Because you don't mean me no good and you're not coming around here for no good reasons. Don't message the person that I'm with. Don't try to, you know, friend up the person. Like, don't do none of that bullshit. Because guess what? We're not there for them blood clot things. None at all. We're not doing that shit in 2019. Not for nobody. And and me personally, if it's somebody that I love and they're in a good, happy, healthy, decent relationship and somebody's going to come for them, trust me, I will drag you through fucking social media and embarrass you to the point where you know that it's you and everybody else will know it's you. It's you, even when I don't call your name. Don't act crazy around here. We're not. We're not. We're not doing this shit in 2019. No, we're not. We're not no, 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 no. Thank you, thank you. Oh God. Uh, uh. <sighs> Anyone who's seen my Twitter kind of knows what I'm talking about because I, I, <laughs> I spoke on it. But we'll just leave it. We'll just leave it there. We're just. We're just gonna go ahead. We're gonna keep it moving right along into the next discussion topic before AJ blows the damn gasket. Do you find yourself having so much going on that it's hard to focus during sex? I know I had that issue, but after taking She Orgasms, I was able to easily get in the mood and remain focused on my partner. He can now feel that I am so ready for him when he touches me. My hunger for my partner is increased and I feel so powerful. Speaking of powerful, my orgasms are stronger than ever before. Finally, a natural supplement aided to help a woman 
feel and be great. Read more about She Orgasms at www.sheorgasms.com. Happy coming! Uh, the next one is significant others feeling possessive over their partner. AJ, have you ever been into in a relationship or any type of situation to where someone felt like you were a possession of their, they were possessive over you? Uh, yes. Uh, they want a significant other though. Cause I, when I think of significant other, I'm thinking about my, my, the children's father. Um, but I know that, I mean, that could be any sort of relationship, but I, I was with an individual, um, who like, yeah, he just, I don't know. Like, the way that he tried to claim me up, CJ, it wasn't even in like that kind of sexy, oh, if you see her, that's me type of way. Like, you know, like that kind of sexy, fun type of way. It was like a, like you could feel, um, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to call it. Like, it was just a negative, obsessive type of vibe. It's it's one of those things where like, if I was out all day and he was home and when I came in the house, he wanted to ex- inspect my body to see if I had like, markings on my body or if anything look different on my body and i'm like what are you doing oh i just want to see what you're what you're out there doing i'm sorry what like that kind of shit oh you know it's just because i love you so much and you know i just want everything to be good between us no things can't be good between us when you're that obsessive where you're trying to like count the hairs on my pussy to see if there's like a new one or one got plucked out from somebody's teeth or some bullshit no (laughs) like no that's now, those kind of relationships are scary. Very, very scary. What about you? Um Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I have. It 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 got so bad to the point to where it was like it was that whole thing that we've talked about several times where if like somebody else liked my picture, I got a t- mm-hmm. I would almost I would almost hate any time an Instagram notification would go up because I knew a text would follow it, like, who's that bitch that just like your picture? <sighs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> First of all, I'm handsome as fuck, so you should just expect it. Secondly, like, I'm handsome as... I'm Hayes. What do you expect people are going to like my picture? Right. Thank God I'm not in a situation like that anymore. No, but if when you have followers, you know what I mean? When you have more than 500, more than 1,000, more than 2,000 followers, and somebody like, how the hell would you know who that person is? You know what I mean? It, it's it's a random person. You haven't responded to whatever it is that they've said under your post. Like, there's been no acknowledgement. Like, you just... Yeah, that like I said, those kind of people, they're scary. They're those are the people that will will harm you and then harm themselves. And I ain't got time. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Cuz that shit, it would that shit is not going anywhere with me. Like if you get possessive, I'm going to look at you dead in your face and ask you, "Is your name Patricia?" Cuz if your name is oh. not Patricia, if your name oh. if you're not Mama Hayes, you ain't got no right to ask me nothing what the fuck I'm doing. This that's yep. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> like, I'm just. What do you say after that? Like, mom trumps everything. <laughs> like, yeah. So. Ooh. Okay. Nonetheless, let's move on. Uh, the next one. This this one. I'm, I don't think we're gonna go too long on this one. Uh, because it was presented to us. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and ask it. How do you how do you avoid how to to not end up in a situationship? Stop entertaining fuck boys. Stop entertaining fuck girls. Understand your value. Understand your worth. Respect yourself. Don't feel pressured by anybody 
and take your time. There's no relationship that you have to be in with anybody that ends up putting you into a situationship because that person is trying to string you along because they're not sure if they want something more, but they don't want anybody else to have something more. Stop entertaining fuckboys and fuckgirls, period. There you go. I mean, seriously, it's it's just that simple is that this is why we say make your intentions clear. Uh, know who you're getting involved with. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that if you know what you want, don't settle for anything less than that. You shouldn't fall into a situation if you know you actually want a relationship and the person isn't offering that. They'll just offer you dick or, or, or vagina or and maybe both. Um, you just have to <laughs> say fuck it and, and don't be afraid to say fuck. Like people get so or either so afraid to be alone or so afraid to be out there or just be by themselves that they will take situations or be, end up in situations they know that they, they don't really want or they're not happy with just for the sake of saying they have someone why sis like what 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 the fuck are you getting out of it it you shouldn't there's, there's no excuse for me to fall into a situationship unless that's what you want if you guys mutually agree that you're, you're just gonna fuck each other's brain out maybe go to a movie from time to time okay that's an agreement i don't even look at that as a situationship you guys have just established what your boundaries are but if you are just stuck in limbo and you really want to be in a relationship and they're giving you the fucking runaround, don't deal with them. Move the hell on. Absolutely. <laughs> did you, were you going to go off there for a second? Or did you no, have to process I'm just, sitting here, I'm just sitting here nodding my head with the corners of my mouth turned down thinking that's fucking right. Stop that shit. Tell them again. <laughs> that's it. I'm just sitting here nodding my head. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> what we got next aj you read the next one because this one yeah yeah I'm, I'm so um the person submitting this is actually somebody that um talked to me and they asked to not be identified it was a a friend of um it's uh i don't know how to it. it's a friend of a friend of mine uh but they had asked to just not be identified you know so i said i would just kind of table it uh generally so um this isn't really a relationship-based scenario as far as things uh, you guys discuss on your show but i felt comfortable sharing in uh in sharing this and thought perhaps it was something you could discuss. So my mother made a comment in passing that I could have been someone else's child one night when she was drinking. This was about a month ago. It's been weighing on me. So I secretly did a DNA test using my dad's hair, her hair, and my own. It turns out my dad, who's been my dad for almost 31 years, isn't actually my biological father. I'm so pissed, but I don't know how to bring it up to him because I don't want to hurt him. CJ? Why? First okay? of all, <laughs> first of all, like the fact that we get so many situations, not exactly like this, but some of the the, the uh, I, I don't know. Like I love I love our listeners. Thank you because you guys are what make this show different from any other. But how in the fuck? I don't even know how to how to attack this. Um, I think you you need to be honest. Like I mean, the thing of the matter is, is that he raised you. So no matter what, that can't be taken away. Your bond isn't is deeper than DNA. And I think that I mean, look at how people are with their stepchildren. Like you, you, if a parenting relationship is not always based on DNA, that's what I'll say. So you need to be honest with them. I would feel and you have the right to know your family and not even for like a sense of you want to know who your real father is or you uh, it'll replace the father that you have. But there are medical reasons. There are historical reasons. There are a lot of reasons why you should know your family um hell who's to say that you don't have other siblings out there and you may meet one of them and get into a uh, romantic relationship with and you don't know that they're your fucking sibling i it's just too much out there for me not for me personally if that i was in that situation to not want to know where my biological 
parental side would come from, just to be honest. You know, it's so crazy that you're you're saying that about um, having outside siblings. So I remember when I was in high school, crazy situation. There was a girl in our school and her name was Lisa. And um, she was beautiful, had green eyes, tall, beautiful, fair skin. And she was dating this guy that was in the school whose name was David. And David had green eyes and David was tall and fair skinned. And they had they were dating each other and and, um, had been together for maybe about five or six months. Comes to light that they are first cousins because David's father slept outside something like he slept outside of their relationship with his with his wife and had another child and some some anyways however the situation came about it ended up that they were first cousins because there was some lie that was floating around that or something that hadn't been disclosed um about his father having an outside relationship with someone and and I'm not even sure like how it gets back to them being cousins but just just even thinking about that kind of thing in this situation um oh boy for my most immediate thought is don't tell your dad because it's going to break his heart. Um, but in 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 retrospect and in, and especially in listening to what you just CJ, I know, I know that that's wrong. I just I'm just thinking about the avoidance of hurt and the avoidance of pain and and not to be disrespectful to anybody, but your mom's a bitch. Like that's some real shitty fuckery to do to somebody. You held that secret for 31 years and to drop that in passing and think that that wouldn't be taken seriously, that's just mean and malicious and deceitful on a whole other level. You have now fucked up two people's lives and possibly a third person because now it's like, okay, well, who is her actual father? Like, who is her biological father? And then, you know, like you said, CJ, all those other questions that it brings up about genetics and about DNA and history and 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 just all that other stuff. But man, that's, yeah, it's that's a really heartbreaking situation. I mean, at the end of the day, the man who raised you is your father. He's your dad. He's your father. If nothing else, he has loved you. He has taken care of you your entire life. And that's what's most important. Um, and that's the piece that you most need to focus on. Um, I wouldn't necessarily table the discussion with your dad first. I would have the conversation with your mom first um, and and get as much information as you can on the situation that happened uh, in terms of how you came to be and who this other person could possibly be. Um, and then at some point, you know, um, maybe when your heart stops hurting a little bit, have the conversation with your father because he does have the right to know. There you go. This is just God. Like, AJ, we're officially what, like crazy. unlicensed counselors. You know that, right? <laughs> you know what? Please, let's not talk about that because that's how the freaking crazy stalker situation is happening with me from doing unlicensed counseling with people or doing any kind of counseling with people. <laughs> I'm not doing no one away shit. If you have something to ask me about your relationship, come ask me here where it's me and CJ. I'm not doing no more individual supportive counseling unless it's somebody that I know and love dearly. Bun that. Sorry. Well, that there you go. There you have it. Um, <laughs> this is why I don't I don't do relationship counseling anymore in the DMs. Like someone asked me something, I just say, "Oh well, you mind me and AJ talking about it on the next episode?" That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that be my mo for for twenty nineteen. God no, because I'm not trying to be in, in nothing crazy with nobody that I don't know. Because I will come to someone's state and find where them live, and it's gonna be problems. <laughs> Damn AJ. Well, AJ just made her feelings very well known on that. <laughs> Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna tackle a topic that I think we this may be a first. I don't think we've ever really discussed something along these lines. So this one is dating someone who previously dated a close friend of yours, but unbeknownst to you, uh, into until you were four months into the dating relationship that you did not know that they previously dated a friend of yours, a close friend. Yeah, 
So uh, I have mixed emotions about it because it's like it brings up a whole bunch of things like, you know, are they still in contact with that person that, you know, um, I'm still friends with? Um, how how long was their relationship? How deep was their relationship? Um, if my close friend knew, why didn't they say anything or let me know um, about it? Like, I, I kind of figure, okay, maybe they didn't let me know anything about it because they've moved on and it's really neither here or there to them. But then, you know, me, skeptical me, it's like, okay, are they waiting to like drop some kind of bomb? Because you do have shitty people who are like that. They'll wait and be like, oh, by the way, you know, I used to fuck with so-and-so, you know, I just wanted to tell you in case anything comes up. Like, nah, I'm not into griminess with nobody, you know? Um I don't know. I, I feel like once I found out, I would probably end the relationship because I'm not, I'm on, there's a certain level of stress and, and craziness. I'm just not able for at all. Hmm. It depends on which one of my friends you used to mess with. Cause if some of the, the, some of my friends who I know some of the shit they do, no, I'm just, let me stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, is that honestly, I would never date someone or go into any type of thing if I knew that you had previously even talked to someone that I knew. But if we're four to six months in, feelings that we've been dating, depending on where we are, um, I, I mean, at that point, it's it's damage is done already. I mean, I can't unfuck you. It's happened already. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this man said I can't unfuck you. Wow. Wowzers. Um, yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> I mean, and then I'm a, I'm also someone personally that once someone's my ex, I don't give a fuck what they do. Like, that's just my God on the shoot. That's just me. I know that doesn't work for someone, but if any of my ex dated like my best friend Brian or something after the fact, more power to you. I mean, you already know well, my opinion on them, if they were crazy or not, if you want to go down that path, that's on you. Like, I, I'm truly someone that once you're an ex, all those romantic or any type of other feelings get cut off so at that point i don't care who else's penis goes in you whether it be my father my best friend my cousin i don't give a fuck so you said whether it's why are we bringing up papa hayes sorry your dad is like one sexy piece of man but can we not bring up papa hayes please listen don't do that. Papa, papa hayes is living his best life that's all mm. i got to say i would that's not be surprised <laughs> listen the time that I I went and visit Papa Hayes and he's like, oh yeah, my girlfriend's gonna bring over such and such such and such, and she was fucking my age. I'm like, you know what? Anything's possible. Like it. I saw my going with things. I said, wow. Papa Hayes is living his best life. That's all I have to say. Good for him. He has grown, grown children. He should be living his best life. Absolutely. Jeez. I'm like, wow. damn. Like, like you have a daughter that's like 40, and you whatever. Hey, more power to you. <laughs> Don't watch that. Don't watch that. <laughs> She's helping him put the, you know, the pep in his step. Hey, yes. hey, listen, whatever different strokes for different folks. I don't, but no, I mean, we're getting all down the path of Papa Hayes. We're women. Stop texting me about how fucking handsome my dad is. Listen, I know that's part of the reason why I'm so handsome. I hate, like, I almost hate posting pictures of my dad as much as I I, I hate posting, like, like if I'm in a pic and I'm, like, super handsome, I mean, I'm generally handsome all the time. But if it's, like, a super handsome pic of me, I'm always hesitant because I don't, like, feel like this shit. But I always hate posting a pic with Papa Hayes in it because every fucking time like it's yeah. the eyes it's the ooh Papa Hayes is handsome it's the oh shit, t- tag him 
I commented when you when you posted. Your 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 dad is guarding with beer things. Like when I seen the picture of him and your moms when they was young, and he had like you know, was he wearing like a turtleneck and jeans or something? I was like, God damn, that's what's going on over there. Why? Listen, you know, all jokes aside, but he could get some straight up. My dad is the most well dressed white man ever. You can take Mm -hmm. that to the bank. I don't give a damn. I don't care who else you want to tag. Channing Tatum. All, no white man in America dresses better than my... No white man in the I, world dresses better than my father. You know what? Clap for your daddy, yes. Go on. When that man... Yep. When I when the, the whole phrase Gucci down to the socks, that oh. man walked out in a linen outfit one time and the shoes that were the exact... Like, listen, I looked at him <laughs> and I was like... I was like, dude, like, I got to go change. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we were supposed to be chilling. Now I have to. Funny story. So one time my dad came in town to visit and uh, we always try to like get away. We usually it's either me, him and Xavier. Now that Xavier's older, we are just me and him. We try to get away and just do something for the man. Um, But me and him went out to a bar and we it was just some random bar we went to. And when I tell you. I, I felt like we were like two celebrities walking into that bar because we were <laughs> we turned so many fucking heads it was ridiculous and some woman who was sitting next to us she was like the fact that it's so much sexy chocolate and vanilla sitting right here I don't know which one of you two I want to holler at first I was like oh. look I'm good I was it's so but oh. and me and my dad are both cocky as fuck so it's just like we we Keep in mind, like when I was like 13, we used to like talk about, no, she was looking at me. No, she was looking at me. Like, so the, me and my dad are extra competitive. So yeah, it's, it's funny. I would love to see the two of you out together. That honestly, oh. I would, I would love to see, like just to be a fly on the wall when you guys are somewhere where there's, you know, a fair amount of women and just, I would love to be a fly on the wall and just watch the goings on. Trust me. The, the amount of big dick energy that me and my dad exude on a regular basis is harmful to the atmosphere. That's all I'll say. I think you should invite your dad to one of our lives. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just but, saying. <laughs> and it's so it's so funny because anyone who like around because you you know, I'm goofy on the podcast or I'm seriously just depending on when you hear me. But you've been around me in person. You know how I am in person and how like even unintentionally I command the room. My dad honestly is the person that I've learned that from. Like I've seen him walk into a room. And completely take the breath out of it just by being him. Like the dude is amazing. So oh, we might really have to talk about having your dad come to one of our. I refuse events. for you to be my stepmother. I refuse for it to happen. <laughs> Woo! If you see me missing and your dad is missing for a good 10, 15 minutes, just come. That's fine because then, then I'll take your daughter. So that's fine. <laughs> Woo! You, okay, you didn't enough, hear me, enough, did you? Enough. You didn't hear me, did you? You what? You were too busy laughing. I said, you must not hurt me. I said, that's fine, because while you're gone for 10 or 15 minutes with my pops, I'm damn sure taking your daughter. Listen here. Don't make me, <laughs> have, don't, don't, don't make me and you have nothing. Don't do not do that. Do you, do you think that's funny? Because it's not funny. Are you laughing you me- still? Yeah. I, you remember when she was the background on my phone for like a month? Do you remember that? <sighs> okay. So can we move on to the <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we can't even be friends right now. Okay. I'm not starting the year on a, on a note of not liking you. So I'm just not, I'm not paying attention to you. Okay. We have a great email, <clears throat> excuse me, that was sent in. I, I'm going to read it because I know last time you cussed me about having to read the really long one. So this one is kind of long. So I'll read this one. Okay. 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 So, um, it's obviously sent from somebody who didn't want to identify themselves. And I guess based on our last podcast, when we told people create a, create an email, if you need to do what you need to do, just send it directly to us. So, um, it's called love and confusion and the person signed it anonymous, anon, why 
must. Okay. Um, so this was actually sent to me to my uh, Badass Jones email, and then I forwarded to Loveless and Badass. So I think they did just clicked on my um, the link on my page. Um, but it goes, good afternoon, AJ. I am writing to you for advice on a situation I am currently dealing with, but is also kind of an ongoing situation for about six months or so. I was dating a man, sorry, I was dating a man. I was dating a man who I had been friends with for years. And more than anything, our friendship was what was most important to me. <clears throat> I've had a lot of rough issues dealing with family situations, and he was extremely supportive, even to the extent of driving an hour or so on evenings when he knew I was in a really rough emotional way, just to come see me and put a smile on my face. When we began dating, it was it was very quiet and no one really knew. But after a while, I started to feel like he was keeping it hidden because he had other he had interests in others. He's a flirtatious sort of man, but always reassured me that those flirtations didn't mean anything. He was just being friendly. I will admit, I will admit, but after a while, it did start to get to me, especially when conversations seemed to be more than just conversations. Things started to go bad between us, and I started to mistrust him because of things he posted on social media, comments and responses, and we eventually fell out. I know he began seeing someone else, but a week or so ago, he messaged me to ask me if I miss him and what the possibility of us getting back together would be. But when I asked him about his current situation, he avoided the discussion, just saying he wanted to focus on us. I will admit, I'd still, I still, I still do love him and have a special place in my heart for him. I just don't think I could ever trust his words because why now all of a sudden after us not speaking for so long, does he care whether or not I miss him and he's made no real effort to mend fences between us? I feel like I want to give us another chance, but I'm pretty sure there's another woman in the picture and I don't know if I would ever be able to entirely, I would be, would ever be entirely able to trust him. Do you think I would be a fool to give him another chance or should I just cut my losses and start dating other people. I really appreciate your advice on this. I feel like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place and you would give an unbiased opinion without knowing a lot about my history with men. <clears throat> I feel like I just need to hear it out loud from someone who's not going to say I told you so. Thank you and happy holidays and all the best for your success of your podcast in 2019. Signed, Anonymous. Woo! That was a lot. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, where do we even start? You know what? I, I think that, uh, yeah, I'm going to let you roll with I know it was addressed to me, but I'm going to let you roll with this one first because I'm tired from reading. Um, There's so much to unpack here. Okay, so he messaged you saying he missed you. Well, asked if you missed him. You think that he's dating someone. You asked him, and he beat around the bush, which pretty much means he's dating someone or at least sleeping with someone. Um. I would say this is that before you can do anything or make any decision, he has to tell you what the fuck is going on. If he's just sleeping with someone casually, if he's not seriously dating someone, but seeing someone is willing to drop them to get back like that conversation needs to be had. Um, and until he's ready to answer that, you need to live your life. Don't slow down. If you got some other people you're interested in, fuck it. Date. I'm not saying sleep with everyone. I'm saying date take dates go out and meet people mingle obviously he is or you feel he is your life should not slow down for anyone else regardless if he does have a serious interest in getting back with you or whatever until that agreement is made you need to live your life don't ever let anyone stop you or freeze your fucking life you owe your you owe more to yourself than that that's my initial thought um as far as like whatever comes out you you you're right to mistreat him if he's not willing to try to mend that fence or whatever i think a conversation needs to be had though as far as like you tell him i think so many people 
will focus on, oh, well, he's not trying to fix the trust I have. Have you clearly said what you need for him to fix your trust? If you have and he's still refusing to do it, fuck him. Fuck him. And I don't mean sex. Fuck him. Tell him to go off somewhere. If you have not communicated that to him, you guys need to have a few conversations, but communicate. Tell him, all right, this is it. This is what happened. I'm hurt by this. If there, if there's ever a chance for us to get back together, never, never frame it in a way that says, if you do these things, we'll get back together for sure. I hate it when people do that. Don't do that. Say, if there's a chance for us to get back together, these are the things that I will need to see before I'm comfortable even making that decision. If they're not willing to do that, fuck them. Nah, fuck them, period. Okay. I, oh, honestly, shit. me personally, yeah, I wouldn't even go through all that. That just feels like a lot of stress and a lot of headache. Um, I mean, if, if the person, like when, when I'm thinking about it, you know, if the person hasn't been paying any sort of mind and attention to you, um, you know, and no effort's been made and there's been like a clear break of time where there's been no communication between you, move the fuck on, block that shit and move the fuck on. There are plenty of fish in the sea. There are other men out there. Like, unless you have trees growing out of your face, if you're halfway decent looking and, and even then, I mean, beauty is relative, move on, date other people. Why would you ever go backwards? You know what I mean? Nine times out of nine times, seven times out of 10 people who go backwards in relationships always end up breaking up with the person a second time because they realize what? That they shouldn't have gone backwards. Our feet don't point in the up in in a rear direction. Our, Our feet point forward for a reason for you to move forward, for you to walk forward one foot ahead of the other. As much as it may hurt, as much as that relationship was a great friendship, as much as you may have lost, you'll lose more sitting around waiting for this person to come to whatever realization you feel like they should come to. They didn't tell you that they miss you. They asked you if you miss them. Ooh, take those you're right. You're right. Yeah, take those signs and take heed to that. He didn't message you and say, oh, I really miss you. What's been going on? He messaged you and asked you, do you miss him? So what is it wrong with his emotional communication that he's not saying to you, oh, I miss you, let's talk? Nah, sis, pay attention to the signs. Yeah, no, leave that shit alone. Leave it exactly where it is, leave it alone. Wish him well, wish him all the best in whatever it is that he's doing and move the fuck on. You're looking for headache and heartache if you entertain that shit. Yeah, yeah, you you point out something that I completely breeze past. Like, yeah, him saying, do you miss me is, is telling. That does, that completely changes the tone. Like, that's... That's some pompous shit to mm-hmm. just think about it. Like, you go along without talking to someone, and the first thing you say is, hey, do you miss me? Yeah, he's definitely a fuckboy. Forget all the shit I said. Apply that to a normal situation, but to this specific person, fuck him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a different thing. If, if someone's communicating emotionally that they miss you, you know, that's some sort of indication that maybe they have remorse or there's feelings of regret or whatever, but that's not what he did. You know, according to what she said in the email, that's not what he did. So, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, that that's a string along. That's a clear string along. He's he's looking to maybe have you in the pool in case things don't work out with the whoever it is that he's seeing or not seeing or whatever. No, nah, man, don't let anybody yank your chain like that. And no, nah, don't do that to yourself. I, I, I you know maybe that's going to be like the thing that we preach for 2019. Be comfortable being by yourself until who's supposed to be for you comes along. And that's not to say singularly and solely that you just have to you know not talk to anybody. Not that's not what we're saying when we say to to, to love yourself and to love your own company. It's about not committing to situations that you know are just situations and have no 
future, no intention, no, no, no direction, no nothing. You know, it's okay to deep date people. It's okay to keep company with people. It's okay to, you know, even get to know people and see where things may go, but don't put yourself in situations where you're left emotionally wanting because it's not working out the way that you wanted it to work out because you're not paying attention to the signs that it's just a situation. It doesn't have potential. 2019 is about potential in relationships, not entertaining bullshit and fuck people, period. Preach. <laughs> what a way to start off the year. Both of us freaking going off left, right, and center. Jeez, I'm crime. Mm, yeah, I don't mm, know. Yeah, yeah. Come on, people. Uh, and like AJ said, I think really to kind of even add another added layer to what AJ said is that 2019 needs to be the year that everyone realizes their self-worth. Yes. If I can't preach anything else, is no what you're worth as a person. And then once you do, once you get that confidence up, don't accept a fucking inch less than what you're worth. I think that's the title. Don't accept an inch less than what you're worth. What? What? You see how we come up with greatness? Mega write that down so we don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have anything else on this one? Uh, no. Grab a dick. I, no, I ain't got nothing else. Okay. What else we got? What else we got? Nothing. We're it. We're done for today. We'll talk about this off air. AJ, tell the people where they can find us because I have to fuss at you. You can find us on our social media platforms on uh, Twitter at Lovelust and BAS and also on Instagram at Lovelust and BAS. You can catch all of our fantastic episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, um, Spotify, and I think that's it. Uh, you can email us at any time uh, questions, concerns, comments, feedback, scenarios, discussion topics at uh, Lovelust and BAS. That's all one word at yahoo.com. Uh, CJ will give you the phone number because I'm not committing it to memory. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find me personally on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And you can also find me on Twitter at that Jones kid, AJ one. And you can send us the text messages, voicemails, call us, whatever. 614-547-2039. That's 614-547-2039. God. Um, See why I'm yeah, committed to memory? Because I'd mm-hmm. be giving about you. How can they find you? You can find me at CEO Hayes. It's at C E O H A I Z E. This has been Love Less and Badass. So the best adult podcast you guys will find. This has been Love Less and Badass. So we're out. I was told the true definition of a man was to never cry. Work till you're tired. Got to provide. Always be the rock for my fam Protect them by all means And give you the things that you need Baby Our relationship is suffering Trying to give you what I never had You say I don't know how to love you, babe Well, I say show me the way I keep my feelings deep inside I channel them with my pride I'm trying desperately, baby Just Teach work with me Show me the way to surrender my heart Surrender my heart Girl, I'm so lost Teach me how to love How I can get my emotions involved Teach me how to love I was always taught to be strong 
never let them think you care at all Let no one get close to me Before you and me I done shared things with you girl about my past That I'd never tell to anyone else Just keep it to myself Girl I know I lack affection And expressing my feelings It took me a minute to come and admit this But see I'm really trying to change now Wanna love you better show me how I'm trying desperately baby Please work with me Show me the way to surrender my heart.